Books allow you to explore the world that someone else has interpreted. Books allow you to try on different worldviews to see situations in a new light. Books present big, powerful, and time-tested ideas that can change the way you think, and by changing the way you think, you change the way you act, which determines the entirety of your future. For the longest time, I would force myself to read entire books, and of course, that never really worked out because eventually you just get bored. There are chapters or sections that don't hold your interest, and no matter how much you subscribe to the philosophy of like not chasing quick dopamine hits, it doesn't hold your attention. So why am I going to continue reading a book if it doesn't give me anything? I'm just wasting my time at that point if the information, that alone is mindless consumption. And I've grown busier over the years. We all have. Business projects and opportunities can be endless if I don't learn to say no. I have fitness and just self-actualization goals in general that take a big chunk out of time in my day. And I'm starting to work more on my relationships and dating life and that I want to prioritize that. So at the end of the day, books don't seem to fit very well. And sure, I can schedule 30 minutes out of my day uh, and try to sustain that habit, but I've never really been able to. I've always had to resort to other methods and bake mindful consumption into my day, into my lifestyle, rather than creating a 30 to whatever minute time blocker reading 10 pages a day. This just never seemed to work out for me. And it's sad because I love reading. I understand its benefit, right? But only in certain times, right? There's going to be, if you read 30 minutes every single day, there's going to be those times where it hits really hard and you're like, that was incredible. And then there's going to be other times where it's like, I got nothing out of this. I just wasted 30 minutes of my time for the entire week. And so reading and keeping the habit of the consumption of novel information is very good for keeping the ideas flowing in your mind. It's very good at keeping you at the edge of the known and with one foot in the unknown set so that your life has some zest to it, right? And so I've experimented over the years with just having idea generation and reading as a part of my day. So in this video, I want to teach you the process that I've used to incorporate novel information into my day to expand my mind and maintain the zest I have for life, to capture ideas that I can use to fuel my own writing, articulation, and understanding, and have it take less than five minutes each day so I can sustain my reading habit. Let's dig in. So the first thing is to set an intention because humans are goal-oriented creatures. We interpret information, conversations, and happenings from our individual perspective. And at the root of our perspective or a perspective is a series of goals, problems, and beliefs. That's the lens in which we view certain situations from. It's either from a belief we hold, so in terms of finding meaning in a situation, uh, Many people view that under a specific religious ideology. Some people base it off of like spiritual teachings that they've learned. And then in terms of like perceiving a situation from a goal, if you have the goal of becoming a very fit dude, then you're going to interpret the situation that arises when you're asked to go out with friends very differently from someone who does not have a conscious fitness goal in their mind. They're not even going to think about it. They're going to ruin their health simply because it, it just doesn't cross their mind. They don't have a decision filter that is a conscious goal in order to identify a potential problem in that situation. And so for most, this perspective is mindless and firm. And that is that it was conditioned by society into their head 
from the day that they were born. And so most people have the goal of going to college, getting a job and retiring at 65. And so they interpret situations from that lens and many of them miss potential opportunities that arise every single day that could lead to a better life. So they only see what allows them. The only thing that catches their attention are the things that allow them to reach those goals. This is one huge thing in marketing where and which is why people recommend that you target a specific person and you create a customer avatar because the language that you use in order to write content for that person or promote a product towards that person. If your writing does not fit their worldview or their perspective, then you're going to make much less conversions simply because they're just not going to pay attention to it. It doesn't register with their mind. And so the, the thing about this is that people that have a firm and closed mind relating to almost every single life situation without becoming aware of it are missing out on 99% of life. So if you want to experience the depth and opportunity that lies beyond surface level living, you have to set a meaningful goal for your future. Remind yourself of that goal to hold it in the back of your mind. Notice how you interpret life in a new light and your decisions begin to align with your goals. And when you read a book, you will notice potential solutions to your problems no matter the book topic, right? So it is just important to consume at this point so that you are consistently getting ideas to flow through your brain in relation to your goals, right? Because I can have a fitness goal and I can read a spirituality book and one word, one word alone, which I wouldn't have come across before, is going to spark a thought related to my fitness goals and give me the solution to a potential problem. So you're not reading for the sake of learning whatever material is in the book. You're reading for the sake of having your mind flow and injecting the right thoughts, ideas, and words into your mind so that you can piece together solutions to your potential problems. So after setting an intention, you have to hunt for ideas in relation to that intention. And so our ancestors would hunt for food and survival, but we don't live in the same world as they do. Instead, we hunt for ideas because in this modern age, we are much more on the conceptual or mental plane of existence than on uh, trying to survive our physical form. That's already taken care of for us in many areas of the world. Of course, not every area of the world, but most people that are watching this video are in a much better position than our ancestors were 100, 200, 300, 400 years ago. And so now the world banks on creativity, right? Digital products are more of a thing. Books, information, we're in the age of information rather than like the, the in industrial age or whatever it is. We need to harness the creative ability of our minds and the way that we do that and the purpose, the reason we have evolved to this point is because we need the ideas to pave the road of language so that thought can expand to operate on that road. And so hunt is a very intentional usage of words here where in the past to get that meaningful dopamine source, it would be hunting for food, right? That's kind of our purpose, right? Dopamine and purpose and goals are very related. The, the, there's a lot of patterns to be recognized there where dopamine is the molecule of more or the molecule of motivation. It is It plays a massive role in human behavior and the things that we do in life. And so as we are pursuing things, we don't want to waste or throw off that dopamine response through cheap entertainment or mindless dopamine sources. And so in the past, we do it on the physical with hunting for food. And now we do it in the mental with hunting for ideas. But most people waste that by just flooding their mind with all of these shitty ideas that lead to nowhere. 
right? They lead to behavior of little to no to destructive outcomes. And so you do not hunt in the known. You don't hunt in this little bubble of comfort. You hunt by exploring the unknown and trying to make novel discoveries. So read the books that challenge you. Read the books that pique your curiosity. Read the books that you've been putting off reading. The ones that put you halfway into the unknown. And that way, the words that you read pass through the middle of your brain. And what I mean by that is that there you have a right and a left hemisphere. And the right hemisphere controls what you know. The left hemisphere controls the unknown. And so when information passes through the middle or both are firing to make sense or understand the topic that you are reading, your nervous system signals to you that this is a meaningful event, right? And dopamine plays a big role in this as well. The excitement that you feel when you come across a novel idea, it just feels good. And there's something behind that. I don't know what it is, but it feels good. It brings meaning into your life. Certain books are so gripping and cause so much excitement in you because they help you realize new potential for your life. The ideas act as a raw creative material that you can use to build that potential for your life. So we set an intention and then we have began hunting for ideas and now we need to understand that creativity is playing with mental Legos. So you are forgetful. We're all forgetful. And in this case, you need a commonplace to note ideas and other quotes or just summaries in a either handy notebook or an app on your phone. And so you need a place to keep track of the ideas that stick out to you the most. That's the first step. The second step is that once you find these ideas, you stop reading. Seriously, you stop reading. Okay. So you read a bit of the book or you listen to a bit of the audiobook, or you listen to a YouTube video or whatever it may be, whatever you're consuming, you listen until you find that golden nugget idea, the one that sticks out to you the most, the one that makes you stop, hopefully, and think, okay, this is meaningful, right? This is something that I actually need to stop and write down. And you stop, write it down, and you stop reading because you don't read a book to memorize every single word or just to like wear that as a badge of honor. Like, I read a thousand books this year. What about you? It's no. I would rather read one page and have it drastically impact my life because it presented an idea. The reason I'm reading a book is to get an idea that I can implement into my life to see positive change. I'm not reading to play a status game with other entrepreneurs and self-improvement junkies that just love reading books so they can add it to their bookshelf and get absolutely nothing from it. So once you find and note the novel idea, you contemplate the utility of the idea. How does it relate to your life in more ways than one? You apply it to your goals. How can the idea aid in the improvement of your mind, body, or business? And then you attempt to turn it into your own. How can you rephrase the idea from your perspective? And so if you don't have an idea development system, I would encourage you to download my free seven days to genius challenge. And you can find the link to that in the description. It always has great. I always hear great things from people that go through it because it helps you see creativity from a new light and actually take the ideas and make them applicable no matter if you're like a content creator or just trying to uh, expand your mind and become more creative so in the meantime here's how you can attempt to turn the idea you noted down into your own idea the first step is to just think about your goals think about the problems that you're facing think about your personal experiences in relation to the idea that you wrote down think of other connecting ideas that it reminds you of think about who you are and who you are becoming and then try to frame the idea that you wrote down 
from any of those thoughts that you just went through. So frame it from your goals, frame it from the problem that you're going through right now, frame it from your personal experience. And some of these won't make sense, right? You're just kind of testing here, but you will find something. You will make a new novel discovery on your own. You will make an original discovery. And so I came across this idea the other day from someone that I didn't know before, but his name is Goit or Johann Wolfgang von Goit. Music is liquid architecture. Architecture is frozen music. And so if I contemplate my goals of writing and publishing a book, how can I frame that idea from the lens of writing a book? Books are paper sculptures. Writing is the clay and articulation is the chisel. Now I'm sure that could be better. That's just like right off my dome when I was writing this, but you'd be surprised how powerful this can get when you develop a database of your own ideas over time. This is what the best speakers and podcasters and even authors do. Like if, if you've read an author extensively and you see them go on a podcast, they usually recite most of their powerful ideas word for word on the podcast itself when they're asked questions that relate to that idea, right? And they frame it in their own way in the way that they found the most memorable. And so the lesson with this is it's better to focus on one idea instead of being flooded by thousands. Go deep, sit with it, contemplate it, and avoid getting trapped in the mental masturbation cycle of hoarding surface level ideas that have no practical application to your life. So read for five minutes. And if the book doesn't grip you, if it doesn't cause that excitement, then pick up another book, skip to a different chapter, choose something else to read. And so now we need to talk about the law of use. Most people don't need more advice. They need more powerful ideas to shape their worldview and frame their decision making. That way they make better choices, figure it out for themselves and reap the dopamine that comes from trial and error induced progress. And so the problem with this in adopting powerful ideas to frame your worldview is that in order to reach those powerful ideas, you have to expand your mind to the point of understanding them. So to understand ideas must meet reality and they must also uh, follow the skill challenge match ladder, right? Where if you're playing a game, if the challenge is too high, like you're playing an opponent that's a lot better than you, then you're going to get anxious and you're not going to get much from that situation, right? So you have to operate on the edge of the known and the unknown in order to um, allow your skill to meet the challenge and then increase the challenge and allow your skill to meet it. So it doesn't only apply to like sports and other types of gains. It applies to literally everything like going to the gym. This is a physical example, but you don't go to the gym, lift 135 on the bench and then throw on 225 the next time and expect to lift it. Right. Understanding in this case is like strength of the mind. Understanding is strength of the mind where in this case, your strength, you increase it by 2.5 to five pound increments every single time you go in the gym. And sometimes you fail. Sometimes it takes a month to see any form of progress. And then sometimes you realize that other areas of your life aren't contributing to your progress in that domain. So if you aren't making progress after a lot of uh, struggle in trying to push through that weight, then maybe it's your diet. Maybe your diet isn't fueling that. And so if you're reading a book and you aren't able to focus or you're doing work and you aren't able to focus, you aren't able to understand the ideas. Maybe it's because another area of your life is lacking like your food and how it contributes to your energy or focus. And you have to take a holistic approach to life, right? This is me just framing this. I know we're talking about reading here, but every single person should eventually get to the point where they are 
pursuing holistic improvement because there's only so far you can reach in one specific domain of life if every single other area of your life is lacking. And so to brush your ideas up against reality in order to start progressively overloading them, write or journal to dive into the depths of one idea. Start with a common problem, steps or a story to overcome it, and the transformation that occurs from doing so. This is the structure of both human behavior, storytelling, and content marketing. Sit with the ideas that stem from your writing and refine them. And so my favorite way to incorporate this process is, of course, through contributing to humanity through the creator economy or starting a personal brand or just displaying your value in public, aka online. And so by writing and sharing and getting feedback on your ideas, you tick all of the boxes for not only getting into a flow state, like a, a, a more macro level flow state rather than micro, but also micro when you're in deep work, but it's just very fulfilling. It's putting your ideas to the test. Do they hold up in your writing? AKA, are you able to articulate them and how difficult is that? And are you going to practice to articulate those things? And two, what is the feedback that you get from other people? Does it apply to other people's lives or are you delusional and it only applies to your life? And so by writing content and especially like long form content, like a newsletter, blog, or YouTube video script or something like that, you effectively deconstruct the idea you gathered on your hunt reconnect the dots through original writing and deconstruct your own writing into a plethora of ideas and repeat the process and increase your mental capacity. So in hyper practical terms, you write like a newsletter or a Twitter thread or a YouTube video script, and then you break ideas from that down into tweets or posts or shorts or something else, you can see the creative process happening in social media as a whole, right? There's YouTube, but then there's clips from YouTube. There's threads, but then there's individual tweets. There's Instagram carousels, and then there's individual posts. It's all long form, big idea, break it down into smaller ideas, take those smaller ideas and sprinkle them out here and there on social media. And then you take the top performing tweets or posts or shorter form content and turn it into its own topic. And then you repeat that process over time until it continuously gets better and better. And then you are operating from this state of extremely powerful ideas in your own mind. And you've built some form of a business in order to monetize and sustain whatever it is that you like learning about as a way of generating an independent income source. And so that's my content strategy in a nutshell. I spend my weeks or like a few days a week writing my newsletter, that's the highest priority. And then I sometimes break that into a Twitter thread and then sometimes, or, or then that Twitter thread goes to an Instagram carousel, LinkedIn post. Those get broken down into smaller tweets. Those get posted every day, cross posted to Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. And then the newsletter gets posted to like used as a YouTube script, et cetera, et cetera. That's all in my two hour writer course. I break that all down. And so, but not only does this keep your mind from clogging up, so you have enhanced mental clarity, a better baseline of mental clarity, but you also can impact billions of people along the way. You will know 1000 people in your life. They will know 1000 people in theirs. And then those 1000 people will also know 1000 people. So you are two people or two network layers away from reaching 1 billion people. I did the math. This checks out. You are two people away from spreading your ideas throughout your life to reaching 1 billion people. That's if you don't do anything online. Now I have uh, like close to, I think more than 2 million followers across social media platforms. Now that's more than a thousand people. So to think how my ideas have replicated 
in people's minds and a piece of myself because identity or the self is just a group of little ideas and concepts that we label as us, right? So to think that I'm spreading those and I am surviving myself through reproduction on the mental plane of existence or on the spiritual plane of existence by pursuing my purpose and passing down the lessons that I learned along the way and hopefully increasing uh, positive behavior from the ground up that way, then the impact is insane if you zoom out and think about it. So don't underestimate your potential impact. Set an intention, hunt for ideas, play with mental Legos, distribute your ideas. That's it. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, free stuff. Remember that creative challenge is in the links in the description. To our writer to help with everything we talked about here, digital economics masterclass for productizing yourself, modern mastery community, uh, 180 plus strategies on business and life. You can join for five bucks. That's it. See you later. Adios slash peace.